Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Bud, where we speak with entrepreneurs, investors, thought leaders, researchers, advocates, and policymakers who are finding new and exciting ways for cannabis to positively impact business, society, and culture. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeldt. Are you a CEO looking to scale your company faster and easier? Check out Thrive Roundtable. Thrive combines a moderated peer group mastermind, expert one-on-one coaching, access to proven growth tools, and a 24-7 support community. Created by Inc. award-winning CEO and certified scaling-up business coach Bruce Eckfeldt, Thrive will help you grow your business more quickly and with less drama. For details on the program, visit Eckfeldt.com slash thrive. That's E-C-K-F-E-L-D-T dot com slash thrive. Welcome, everyone. This is Thinking Outside the Bud. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. And our guest today is Vanessa Gabrielle. She is co-founder and CEO of Drop Delivery. They're a cannabis delivery platform. We're going to talk a little bit more about their business, about the product they have. Fascinating part of this space, uh, you know, how customers actually get their cannabis products. As most people on the podcast know, many states have medical, fewer states have recreational or adult use, and the whole dispensary process, how you actually get your product uh, is a huge part of this. What does that experience look like? and delivery is a huge part of it. We're going to talk a little bit about the COVID-19 situation we're in as well and how that has really changed the game for dispensaries and how technologies like this are becoming extremely important for the cannabis industry and for dispensaries to actually get product to, to patients, to customers. I'm curious about the conversation. I always love tech plays in the cannabis space as well. So I'm curious to understand the tech side of this and how companies build really interesting tech products for the cannabis space. So with that, Vanessa, welcome to the program. Thank you for 
having me. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, to be here. yeah, it's exciting to have you here. So tell us a little bit about your background, how you kind of got into technology, how you got into the cannabis space. I, I find there's always interesting stories there. Give me a little bit of that, and then we can get in, dig into the business and dig into technology, and we can talk about uh, what you guys are doing. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I was always around business growing up. Both of my parents, they worked in the Silicon Valley, but then left it to form their own path and start their own businesses. I Business was always like the talk around the dinner table. And I even have memories of my dad had a commercial real estate company. I would write his payroll checks with him for his... <laughs> I love it. Yeah, for his workers when I was in high school. So kind of was always around business, knew that that was kind of the path I wanted to take. Eventually didn't know what that would look like for me, but just knew that was kind of where I wanted to go. So when I went to college, studied business, and I always loved fashion. And so, but I obviously was living on a college student budget. So my first idea for my first business was a fashion e-commerce site, but the flash sale business model. So back in like 2010, 2011, when that was really big. Mm -hmm. Um, So I decided to start my own, but make it for college students and for people like me. So I kind of built my own team. I was a freshman in college, came back home and recruited, what's funny enough, my younger sister now, who's another (laughs) co-founder of Job, and Mark, who's our CTO. I went to high school with him. And yeah, kind of built my own team. We got a warehouse. We were like doing the whole inventory fulfillment, had our own photo studio. It was really amazing kind of like to have this at, you know, 19, 20 with my younger sisters and my best friends. And yeah, but obviously a very capital intensive business model um, to be in the fashion space. So it eventually died down and we knew we couldn't keep going, but just an amazing learning experience for all of us, kind of our first foot into business. And then, yeah, kind of went our separate ways. Eventually, me and Jade um, moved to New York and kind of was exploring options out there and just got exposed to technology. We were from a super small town in Northern California. Mm -hmm. And so to literally get your laundry picked up and delivered mobile app by or yeah via app to get mm-hmm. a doctor to come to your apartment through a mobile app so we were just like whoa this is like a life <laughs> like a 360 on our lifestyle like yeah. to relying on technology and just um so we were really excited um, to kind of explore that eventually so while Mark was doing his own thing, he ended up during that time, we kind of went our separate ways. He started his own peer-to-peer marketplace uh, mobile app for the vape industry mm-hmm. at that time. And then I just kind of continued to do my own thing. I ended up working for a European cosmetics company. I was running like their e-commerce for the US and it was a great gig. I was going to Amsterdam all the time. Nice. And it was amazing, but yeah. I just knew that I wanted to find my way back to, you know, into business somehow and owning my own business. And so Jade ended up moving back to California and then mm-hmm. Mark moved to LA and he they called me up and they were like, Hey, we have this idea of starting a, a cannabis company where you can order ahead uh, your your meds and pick Mm -hmm. it up at the dispensary um, and skip the line. And I was like, okay, sounds really cool. I'm going to come back. So I moved back to California in 2016. And that was kind of our first endeavor into cannabis. And so as a team, obviously, we had worked together before. So a lot of great synergy there. And it was amazing to kind of immerse ourselves in the space because 
the cannabis industry, even at that time and, and still today, yeah. there's so much opportunity for technology, which is amazing. Like we would go in and everything is was still done by paper and all this filing and, and just we were like, oh my God, business idea there, there, there. Like <laughs> yeah. we, we could do so much, but our, our idea of order ahead was, was really the one that we stuck with, but we wanted to make it special. We didn't just want to just make another order ahead app. So we really looked at other industries, you know, the food industry, as far as order ahead goes, Mm -hmm. you know, the Uber Eats, Postmates, all of that. And then how we can incorporate loyalty to kind of also bring the retention back to the businesses, you know, instead of just it being a one and done, I have a new customer and then they never come back because they go somewhere else. So we really tried to model some of the really big players and the e-commerce space as well, like the Sephora and the Ulta of just their loyalty programs and how those work. So yeah, we built this order ahead app called Greenlight, launched it in the app store. We were literally the first ones to have an order ahead app for cannabis at that time in both the app store and the Google Play store. And yeah, it kind of just took off in California. And we ended up doing over $60 million process through transactions in the app, like Mm -hmm. over 100,000 orders. And yeah, and then eventually got approached by a a publicly traded company in the cannabis space and were acquired in late 2018. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like our first jump into cannabis. And obviously, it was an amazing like kind of home run situation for us. And we were super excited about what we were eventually going to do after. And during that time, we were like, okay, we learned so much about order ahead and dispensaries and loyalty. We, we know that we have something great there. But during that time, we were also exposed to how, you know, these cannabis businesses use many, many different platforms to help run their business on a day-to-day basis. Um, Not just, you know, the loyalty piece, the order ahead piece, but just the logistics piece of running a company, the, you know, marketing piece, the commerce piece. And we were also approached by delivery companies at that time saying, hey, do you have anything like that? Does this work? Like, do you offer something like Greenlight but for delivery businesses? And, you know, that was just our focus was order heads we were like no you know we're not but we knew there was opportunity there so after it got acquired and we transitioned kind of looked at everything and we we're like look we know that the delivery space it was almost the same kind of excitement that we had yeah. for building green light for dispensaries but now for the delivery side of cannabis and what was crazy is that it was even more behind than <laughs> the dispensaries like we knew delivery business owners that were taking sticky notes and writing down oh, what sure. orders they were getting from text messages that were coming in from customers and we were just like there's no way you guys like you guys totally need something so after kind of looking at the landscape we were like okay what's out there and we saw that yeah to run a business people or business owners were using multiple platforms and multiple softwares and we were like okay what if we could really make a true all-in-one solution we're going to tackle these five pieces of commerce loyalty pos logistics and then marketing can can we do that can we truly build like this monster and yeah that was kind of our endeavor and we took a couple months we built it and then we launched a beta because we were like okay does is this even gonna work so late last year the last three months of the year we ran a beta with 10 clients and we were you know we offered it to them for free just was taking in the feedback seeing Mm -hmm. how they were using it really see if it was you know had some good product market fit 
And the test was that, okay, come 2020, we're going to ask them to pay for the software. And let's see if we can convert them into paying a premium price Mm -hmm. for it. And it worked. (laughs) And all of them converted because they needed it and they loved it. And so we launched in January. And yeah, I mean, January from now, I mean, it's just been a whirlwind. But the first two months... (laughs) Yeah, the first two months, it was, you know, we were growing um, month over month, um, really just focused on delivery clients and servicing them. And we're so addicted to technology that we just love putting out new features every two weeks. Like, it's crazy. Like, you know, we have a Slack channel where we literally talk to our clients on a day-to-day basis on like what they want to see in the app or in the platform. Like, you know, that's really the community that we're building is just super exciting. And we're very close knit because, you know, we built the foundation, but now they're helping us build the product of the future for them and how, you know, it's going to help them run their business even more efficiently and make them more money. Yeah. But yeah, so it's really just the gist of it. That's great. I mean, I I love the, um, I mean, a a pretty classic uh, collaborative relationship with customer product development kind of model where you're, you know, using having the customers use the product, give feedback, drive development process, you know, evolve the product in collaborations. I, I think that's great. Give us a little context or help people understand the delivery. I mean, we're, I know certain states have different kind of formats or regulations or, you know, laws around delivery services. Do all, do all medical states have delivery capabilities or which states are, or if you look at the market right now, where, yeah. where can you provide delivery services? Where can you not provide delivery services? And what is, what's on the medical side? What's on the adult use side? Give me a little sense of the landscape right now when it comes to this delivery model. Yeah, yeah. So prior to COVID-19, which kind of just slipped like all the industries on its head, but before that, so you know, the three main states offering both med and rec that also offer med and rec delivery are California, Nevada, and Oregon. And then all the other states that do offer med, most likely it's like 80% that they offer med delivery. But there's still um, like five or six states that the laws were either unclear or delivery was still illegal. So yeah, so it really just depends. And what's the thinking behind that? Like why make it illegal? Or what, I mean, do you have insight into why they chose to not allow delivery? You know, what's funny is that most of these states that don't allow delivery or even cannabis, like you can buy CBD, you know? So I think just because on like the federal level and being able to bring that to someone's home or, you know, deliver it in person, I think they still have to work that out. But they're kind of worried about the product floating around and, you know, they want to keep it the dispensary. I I think so. And, you know, the safety of, you know, having that in your car and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I can't speak too much about the legality side of things, but What's crazy is that just in the past couple of weeks with COVID-19, it's literally like now legislation is being passed so quickly for delivery to be offered in states that initially they didn't have laws around it or it was illegal. But now they're considering it because this is going to be the new norm and it, you know, it needed to happen. And this is kind of forcing its hand for delivery to be. But I mean, we've always believed that delivery, cannabis delivery was just as valid of a community as food delivery, Mm -hmm. you know, and all the other delivery industries 
industries. And yeah. so, yeah. So, and tell me a little bit about the platform. So you're, you're basically providing a solution for dispensaries to handle their delivery orders. Is this private label? I mean, are, once a dispensary signs up from a customer point of view, it feels like I'm ordering from the dispensary specifically and only, right? Like it's a branded experience. Yeah. Or, so you're providing the dispensary with a solution. You're not going out and actually capturing delivery demand and then sending it to sending it to locations so that then people can comparison shop between between dispensaries. It's really it's more of a branded solution for the dispensary themselves. Yeah, correct. Got so it. when they sign up with us, yeah, it's completely white labeled, their own branding. They get to, you know, promote, hey, we have our own app. Mm-hmm. You can go in, check out our menu and place an order for delivery. So with that in our initial thought process was when building drop, you know, we came from mm-hmm. Greenlight where that was the MO where you can go on and see all of the dispensaries yeah. in your area, see their menu and then choose what you yeah. wanted. But I think what we saw the opportunity was to empower these companies with their own, you know, e-commerce solution. Mm-hmm. And so by giving them their own app and being able to promote that and to their own customers, you know, that's so exciting that you could say that and to have your customers, you know, have that app on their phone and go to all the time and have that mixed in with loyalty points at the same time and to be able to communicate everything about your business through your app. So that's really where we wanted to take it. So yeah, just really offering a complete, you know, SaaS product Mm -hmm. that helped them run like the day-to-day stuff when it came to offering delivery for their business. Yeah. So there's a couple of sort of technical touch points I'm curious about. So like for inventory and pricing and things like that, are you integrating directly with their inventory POS systems or how do you get the right product and the right pricing onto the app? Yeah. So what's funny enough is that initially with um, just delivery companies in general, they would use us as their only solution. But with COVID-19, obviously they have dispensaries have POS systems already in place for their brick and mortar stores. So yeah, we've been in talks with partnering with a bunch of uh, the top POS systems uh, in the space to kind of get that integration so they could still run everything through their existing POS system. But we see that on the delivery side, they use us basically as their only one. But we know that with dispensaries, they have a whole thing in place. And we're not trying to come in and replace your whole POS system if you are. So you really have two, you have two types of clients. I mean, one being a pure delivery business and then a business existing dispensary that wants to add delivery on top of their in-store purchase. Purchases. Correct. Yeah. Got and it. that, you know, kind of just happened in the past yeah. couple of weeks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Interesting. And in terms of the transaction itself, are you dealing with payment processing and stuff? Or do you do you just kind of handle the transaction and then things are paid for upon delivery? Yeah. So excitingly enough, we just partnered with a company called Alt 36 and they offer completely compliant cannabis uh, payment processing that's cashless. So we're going to be rolling that out in the next couple of weeks. And we're super excited because it's the perfect time to do that, to be able to pay. Because now it's literally on par with the experience of, you know, your food delivery and and whatever type of delivery that you usually get is that now you can pay through the app and we can reduce that contact, especially, you know, with everything going on and and trying to reduce your interaction with people. So, Yeah. yeah. But prior to this, it really was just cash and whatever forms of payment method that, you know, these businesses had we whatever they offer then it's you know you supported those outside the system you you weren't doing the merchant processing yeah 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 
Interesting. And I'm always curious in these kind of early stages of product development, what were some of the things that, you know, you either thought were going to was going to be the case and turned out not to be the case, or you, you didn't realize and you had to kind of pivot and hear product development. What insights did you sort of discover once you kind of put the, you know, put uh, keyboard to pixel and, you know, started really creating software and having people use it? What what came out of that process that was interesting for you? Yeah, so funny, because we get literally we just get so much feedback all yeah. the time. But one thing that really stuck out with us was the marketing aspect of things. So we knew we wanted to offer texting as, you know, a feature as part of our, you know, suite of software. But initially, we didn't put as much emphasis towards it. We were like, okay, but literally, they're like begging us to kind of put more effort in that section because it's so powerful. It's just so hard because, you know, we offer four different platforms. So where our focus goes and where how much effort we obviously put into different things. But yeah, like we're about to roll out some exciting new things when it comes to the marketing side of drop and how we can empower the businesses to have these marketing tools and use them to increase retention and to increase, you know, order sizes. Mm -hmm. And so, and then even to just thinking about expanding on that as far as email marketing as well. So, you know, these businesses are really sophisticated and it's just that they haven't had the tools, I guess, or, Mm -hmm. you know, didn't have an all in one place to do it. So now they're like, Hey, we'd love to have email marketing a part of jobs so I can connect with my customers that way. We're like, okay, yeah, that's amazing. Let's put it the roadmap. Um, definitely work on that for you. Yeah, I could I could see that as the technology is there, people really want to develop fairly sophisticated customer relationship management sort of tools and strategies and and really seeing how do I maximize the experience, maximize the value over a long period of time and just not just the one transaction. Like how do I kind of move beyond just filling an order to really building an engagement and a relationship with someone over time. Exactly. And this is an idea that we've always turned around with, but eventually we would love to like kind of build some AI machine learning to attach to the software. So that it can tell you, hey, look, you have this inventory in your system and, and you know, you haven't sold it in X days. Here's the deals you can offer or make with a click of a button. So really just trying to analyze because we're taking in so much data into the platform, which is super exciting. But how can we help them make better and faster and more efficient business decisions. And, you know, with the click of a button, if we give them five sample deals that they can create, and Mm -hmm. then they just say yes, you know, Mm -hmm. and it runs itself, like that's really where we'd love to go eventually. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you could even, you'd have the analytics to be able to tell them, hey, if you make this offer, you have an 86% chance of selling at least this many of them at this price point and within this time frame. I mean, you can actually give them predictive Mm -hmm. analytics on marketing success. Exactly. Yeah. Walk us through the actual, there's kind of customer experience and the kind of operational experience. Like what is, walk us through how an order gets placed, what happens once it gets placed to what messages get sent out. How do you manage the delivery process? How do you close out the order? Just give us a sense of really what your system sort of does and how it manages the the actual order taking and order processing operations. Yeah, definitely. So say if I signed up with Drop, I would you know, get my profile created and ready. And then I would promote that to my customers. So whether that's, you know, on socials and stuff, we also offer, like I said, the texting as part of your subscription. So we suggest, you know, you send a text out to all your customers saying, Hey, we have our new app, you know, go check it out and you can order from there. And so as a customer of that 
dispensary or delivery service, I'd go and I'd check out their app. I'd, you know, add it to my home screen. So it's always there. And then I get to go on, uh, make a profile and see what items they have available in their menu. And then I can easily go ahead and place an order. I upload any of my information that pertains to obviously my age, my ID verification. Um, if I am a medical client, my, any of my medical documents um, gets you know, put in through the app and then I get to place an order and I get order updates. You don't get to track where the order is. And we did that just for safety reasons on the, on the driver's side. Um, but you do get step-by-step updates on, you know, when it's on its way and Mm -hmm. when it'll arrive, um, on the customer end. And then, so once I place that order as a customer dispatch of the business is alerted and through there I can see, okay, where that customer is located, what they ordered, if they're new or returning. And if they're new, I can look at all of their their documents and verify them that they are who they say they are and they are of age. And then I can verify them and then dispatch out that order to a driver, depending on, you know, where my drivers are at, what makes the most sense. You know, we have a, a map and dispatch can see the drivers any at all times. Okay where they're at literally what their battery phone percentage is at <laughs> like look where yeah how yeah. many miles they're driving etc so we really go deep into the drive. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing yeah. so they can say <laughs> but yeah and then it gets dispatched to a driver and then the driver gets that on their driver app and then they see that an order has been assigned to them and then once they're on their way they can say you know I start the order and then that's when the customer is alerted like hey your driver's on the way Mm -hmm. they'll be here at this time and that's literally based on the exact time Mm -hmm. that it will take for that driver to get there and then once a driver arrives they will set another update to the order and say hey I've arrived come and meet me outside or wherever Mm -hmm. and yeah and then the exchange takes place and then the order gets marked as delivered on the driver end and then the order's completed in the customer's app and then they get loyalty points for whatever they spent and then which accrues in their app and yeah that's like pretty much the gist of it and so as a customer like we even have a reorder feature so I could see all my past orders mm, obviously nice. but I could easily reorder if I'm just you know kind of I get the same stuff all the time so I have don't have to go at it to my car and you know search for it again so yeah just little things like that we've added to really just make the commerce experience that much better. Yeah. And so that that sounds like a pretty happy path scenario. What are the things that go wrong in an order or go wrong in a process that you have to recover from or that you have to do from a sort of app systems point of view? Yeah. Initially, one of the things that we were hearing was like, oh, you know, the driver app's not updating, but it's because they don't have service. You know, so if you don't have service, then obviously, but we took that as a learning experience and we're like, okay, how can we facilitate that the driver can still communicate with their dispatch and the customer at the same time? If for some reason, the cert, like wherever they are delivering, there's no like mobile service. And so we put in some features into the dispatch end where the dispatch can mark an order as delivered or complete if for some reason the driver can't do that. So we have a a feature in the driver app where you can chat with dispatch instead of having like to call them or whatever just as an easier form of communication so if anything we kind of put that step in place that dispatch can go ahead and mark certain orders as arrived or on the way or complete if for some reason the driver can't do that if 
you know, the, yeah. they don't have service or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And so now with COVID-19, you know, everyone's sheltering at home and, you know, they're not going to work. They're uh, not going to source. Now, most, I think most states at this point have classified cannabis as an essential service or dispensaries as an essential service. But, you know, w- with the regulations of, you know, six feet, I think a lot of places are not allowing people actually into dispensaries, but doing like curbside yeah. pickup and stuff like that. And you mentioned that this is, this is really kind of blown up your business in, in a good way. What have you seen? How have you adjusted? Adjusted. What are the big challenges now that the the whole kind of consumer experience is is uh, turned on its head now that people can't go into dispensaries or, or not going into dispensaries nearly as much? Yeah. So at first, when cannabis wasn't deemed as essential and dispensaries were closing, yeah. um, like I said, we got a, a influx of inquiries saying like, "Hey, can we make drop work?" for offering delivery um, for our dispensary. And we were like, actually it can. And so we just kind of pivoted our focus for a bit because not only were we servicing just delivery companies in general, now we're delivering or servicing dispensaries. So one thing that was big for them is, can I get this up and running? Like how fast can I offer this to my clients? Because Mm -hmm. every day I'm losing money and time is of the essence here. And what's great is that we can get someone up and running in hours. Yeah. Yeah. It really doesn't, doesn't take that long for you to set up the profile, get, get the information in there, start processing orders. Yeah, exactly. And so that I think really made a big difference. So we can onboard a client in literally hours if obviously they put in the effort as well. But with our account management team, we, we can get you set up and running. And so that now with curbside pickup, we're going to add that as a feature since now some of them have to legit close or not have you know patients in their actual space in their store. So curbside pickup is one thing that we've had to discuss and kind of already put into the roadmap of releasing the next couple of weeks. And yeah, just really learning that, hey, this is um, a new sort of clientele yeah. and okay, what, how can we adjust and kind of make drop fit perfect for their business as well. So, you know, we have the curbside pickup, we have POS integration. So it's definitely like a whole slew of new things that, you know, we've had to work on in the past couple of weeks, but we're obviously really grateful because it's stuff we love. We love building, we love, you know, putting out new features and just being able to help these businesses stay in business, you know? Exactly. And do you think that this is going to kind of permanently change the cannabis retail process, retail experience? Or do you think that things are going to shift back to, you know, more people actually going to the dispensaries once we're loosening up these restrictions? I mean, what's what's your what's your guess? What's your hope in terms of how this is going to change the landscape for cannabis businesses? Yeah. yeah. So I think my guess is that we are creating new purchasing habits, I think, just all around in general right yeah. now. And I think they're going to stick. And I think I think it might be a while to where people feel super comfortable being in a super crowded place, yeah. you know, around other people. So I think that it, it's going to be here to stay, whether it is curbside pickup and delivery. And I think pe- more people got exposed that, hey, cannabis delivery is legitimate. It yeah. is an option. It is safe. Yeah. And kind of, like I said, put it on par with the other industries that deliver, you know, and it's just going to be a normal thing now. And that was always our hope was that it was eventually going to get to that and that we could help facilitate that. 
and be a part of that new wave of technology because like I said we always believed that it was just as valid a community as any other industry and so yeah I think it's here to stay and we just kind of want to be ahead of it and be a part of it and I think that right now we're hopefully going to emerge and I think we are the leaders in this space and in the industry for this right now because you know and a lot of it's like right timing and I think that we're just in a good spot and I'm really grateful for it obviously I would never wish COVID-19 on Mm -hmm. any of my wildest dreams but I am grateful for you know what we were building and that we're able to help cannabis in this way for people to get their meds and for businesses to stay in business and see delivery as just another revenue stream as well. Yeah. Vanessa, this has been a pleasure. If people want to find out more about you, about Drop, what's the best place to get that information? Yeah. Come check out our website at dropdelivery.com. Shoot me a line at vanessa at droptechnologies.co. I'm always open to chatting with whomever in the community. And yeah. And for any dispensary owners or delivery service owners that do um, listen to the podcast and mention the podcast or your name, Bruce, we'd Mm. love to offer two months free. Awesome. I will make sure that the link is in the show notes here so people can click through and and get that information. Yeah, I think obviously there's a lot of change going on. You know, with with change comes opportunity. Yeah, I think, as you said, I think you happen to be in the right place in the right time, obviously with a lot of work that you've done to get there. But uh, yeah, I think it is, it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out, how um, people's behaviors change, how it really impacts sort of the cannabis industry overall. But I think that uh, it's going to be an interesting three, six, 12 months as this all unfolds and, and works itself out. But I appreciate the time today. It's been a great conversation. I think you're in a, in a great spot. I love technology plays. So it's really fascinating what you're doing there. And uh, there's a lot of great things to come of this. So I mean, thank I really, you. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Had a great time today. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks. You've been listening to Thinking Outside the Bud with business coach Bruce Eckfeld. To find a full list of podcast episodes, Download the tools and worksheets and access other great content. Visit the website at thinkingoutsidethebud.com. And don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter at thinkingoutsidethebud.com forward slash newsletter. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.